0: Good morning. Good morning! Welcome to Church of the Palms. My name is James Taylor and I serve as bass soloist and soon bass section leader for the chancel choir in our congregation. Let us now prepare our hearts for worship as we bow our heads for the prayer of invocation. O God, light of the minds that know you, life of the souls that love you, strength of the thoughts that seek you. Help us so to know you, that we may truly love you, so to love you, that we may fully serve you, whose service is perfect freedom. Bless us, O God, with a reverent sense of your presence, that we may be at peace and may worship you with all our mind and spirit, through Jesus Christ our Lord, amen. Let us praise God through our worship.
1: Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord is God and it is he that made us and we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name, for the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations, let us worship God.
2: God judges the world with righteousness and the peoples with equity. God knows all that we have done and all that we avoid. God is aware of our obedience to the way to love and our rebellion against it. We are invited to confess all that God already knows so healing and freedom can be ours in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Eternal God, in whom we live and move and have our being, whose face is hidden from us by our sins, and whose mercy we forget in the blindness of our hearts, cleanse us from all our offenses and deliver us from proud thoughts and vain desires that with reverent and humble hearts, we may draw near to you, confessing our faults confiding in your grace, and finding in you our refuge and strength. Through Jesus Christ, our Son, amen. Rejoice and be glad. Our God is full of mercy, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Dare to believe in the gift of a new beginning, and be at peace. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. now affirm what we believe by reciting together the words of the apostles creed i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead Amen. And now we invite you to share the peace of God with one another on this beautiful morning. Peace be with you.
3: Good morning, so good to have you here this day, this Labor Day weekend and we're grateful that we get to be worshiping God as a part of our journey through the weekend so we hope that you will find this to be a place of welcome and that you will know of God's presence as you worship together with us this day. Are we not so happy that Michigan's undefeated season continues? (laughs) It continues. It has to start one <laughs> somewhere. Uh may not be so lucky next week. So uh, we are thankful that uh, we are still in the glow of our wonderful kickoff Sunday last week where we had the chance to wonder about our new theme for the year, Back to the Future. In the beginning was the word, trying to focus our lives once again upon uh, the living word of God's scripture. And we encourage you on the back of your bulletin to take note of the opportunity for you to be about the daily Bible reading discipline and uh, there's an opportunity for you to uh, also download that little daily prayer app, uh, $2.99, it's worth it, uh, for on your iPhone, so you can have the Bible right with you wherever you go, and you can be reading along with us uh, from those various selections of the daily prayer calendar. So it's our way of trying to get refocused on God's word as we head to the future by going back and taking a look at what God would have to say to us. So we hope you'll do that. We also hope that you, You will be thinking about helping us to celebrate World Communion, which is a month from now. a month away, but we are planning for you to share with us images of places in the world that were the favorite places for you to go. And we would love for you to send us a picture, send it to Geneviève Beauchamp, uh, who will be glad to receive them digitally, or you can bring them to the front office and we can scan them and make them into digital versions such that we can see you in a picture, in a place that you love in the world. That will be a way for us to imagine the world as we celebrate World Communion on October 3rd. Deadline is September the 17th, so make sure that you get them in by then. But uh, yeah, think about a place that you've been to in the world, find a picture with you in it, send it to us, and we'll have a wonderful display of the world as represented by Church of the Palms. September the 11th is this coming Saturday, and it is the 20th anniversary of that horrific day, a day that we want to always have implanted in our minds and hearts, and uh, we will be remembering that day on Saturday, September 11th, here in the sanctuary from 9 until 10. We'll begin with a brief little uh, prayer and memorial service and then followed by a time for you simply to remain in the sanctuary and be uh, taking that time for prayer and reflection. So come and join us 9 a.m. this Saturday. We uh, also want to remind you that today is, of course, Communion Sunday. If you've not yet had the chance to grab one of your little baggie with your communion elements uh, sometime during the service, you may want to make your way back uh, to that so that we can be prepared to receive communion. And then lastly, and this is for our TV audience, and when I say TV, I mean TV, meaning those of you who are watching us on Comcast Channel 189, not live stream, not Facebook, not YouTube, but Comcast 189. If you're watching, we would love for love to know that so we get a sense of the scale of our uh, Comcast audience. So, if so, would you please call area code 941 Two two five three three one five. That should be right on your screen. Call our front office. They will be glad. Call that number, and our front office person will be glad to take down your name. If you've already called, you don't need to call again, but uh, we would love to find out whether or not you are watching us on channel 189 uh, so that we can have an idea of how broad our audience is. Let's now continue our worship.
4: Our God is so generous and we have so much for which to be thankful. Let us not forget that the bounty we enjoy is loaned to us for a while. We are to manage that bounty for the glory of God. Every single generous act of giving is prompted by God's own generosity to us. We're invited to give from our bounty, trusting that through the outreach of our church, God will accomplish much good for the hungry, the lonely, and the suffering. Freely we have received, let us freely give. us pray. O oh God of light, our hearts overflow with thanksgiving for the bounty you have entrusted to our stewardship. May these gifts be multiplied by your power, and may they serve to overcome the cynicism of our skeptical self-serving age, demonstrating your love and care for the world in the lives of those who most need it.
1: Amen. Please be seated. Our scripture lesson for today is the gospel according to Mark chapter seven, verses 24 through 37. Mark 7, 24 through 37. Here is God's word to us. From there, Jesus set out and went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice. But a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of a Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Then Jesus returned from the region of Tyre and went by way of Sidon towards the Sea of Galilee in the region of the Decapolis. They brought to him a deaf man who had an impediment in his speech, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him aside in private away from the crowd and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. Then looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, that is be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, his tongue was released and he spoke plainly. Then Jesus ordered them to tell no one, but the more he ordered them, the more zealous they proclaimed it. They were astounded beyond measure saying, he has done everything well. He even makes the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Speak to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. My favorite story in the whole of New Testament is the story of Jesus and this Syrophoenician woman Just prior to today's story, Jesus emerged from an extended period of conflict with Jewish religious leaders and many Jewish people and even including his own disciples. Jesus seemed to need a quiet place to be alone. So he went to the Gentile territory of Tyre. There he went into a house and would not have anyone know it. But Jesus was followed, as we just read in the scripture, into the house by a woman who is described as a Greek, Syro-Phoenician by birth. This means she was a Gentile. Phoenician designated her race. Syro indicates that she lived in the Roman province of Syria. She would be a pagan and not a worshipper of a Jewish god. She seemed to have heard about Jesus' power of healing. She fell at Jesus' feet and begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Her action was very similar to what we see in today's multi-faith society. A Hindu, Muslim, or a Buddhist consulting with the Christian physician because his or her medical power is well known in the community. In other words, it was Jesus' fame as a miracle worker and a healer that attracted this Syrophoenician mother to him. Her love for her daughter was so deep that she crossed the religious line and interrupted a Jewish rabbi. Jesus' first response to her was very harsh. Basically, Jesus was telling her, Jews first, go away. In those days, Jews were called the children of God and Gentiles dogs. Out of her deep love for her tormented daughter, this her mother said to Jesus using his very own words, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. She called Jesus by the title Lord, and this is, she is the only one and the first one who ever called Jesus Lord in the whole book of the gospel according to Mark. That word also in some ways other times translated, get translated as Sir. Jesus told her for saying that you may go, the deacon has left your daughter. It is remarkable to me to learn that Jesus changed his mind and did a new thing. He listened to the response of the Seraphonician mother who was a Gentile and an outsider. It was no longer necessary for Jesus to minister to the Jews first and then only go to the Gentiles. His ministry became inclusive just as we sing in one of the hymns last Sunday, in Christ there is no east or west, in him no south or north. When I first went to one of my calls or churches in 1999, I was introduced by the senior pastor, John Roper. John said to the congregation, this is your new associate pastor Mingy. With Mingy coming, we become very inclusive church in three ways. One, she is a racial ethnic person. Two, she's an ordained woman. Three, she is short. <laughs> Just like that, all of us, including myself, had a great laugh. John isn't very tall either. So he was very delighted that I was much shorter than him. And then we also went on to have nearly 10 years of loving, productive ministries together. Scholar Harmon Wagen says, the Syrophoenician woman alone appears to grasp the distinctive sovereignty of Jesus as the new human being who is simultaneously God's offspring. The woman rolled with the insulting term dog and acted as if she did not get the insult. She turned it around to provide an avenue for Jesus to help her now. Lord, even the dogs get the crumbs while the children are still eating at the table, she said. Wagen goes on to tell us Jesus is obliged to yield to this Greek mother in view of the logic of her resp- response. For saying that you may go, the demon has left your daughter, said Jesus to her. His declaration is enough for her. She believed and had faith in Jesus' lordship and healing power. The Syrophoenician woman went home and found her daughter well. I think that Jesus moved past seeing the woman as a Gentile or a Greek speaker or a Syrophoenician because he certainly sees her as the human being she is, as the mother fiercely determined to protect and find help for her child. Jesus saw that she was a loving mother, Jesus recognized in that moment that the woman and her daughter were also children of God. So Jesus changed his mind and did a new thing. Our world today is not that different from Jesus' time. We have many cultures and backgrounds, languages and even skin colors. The question here for us is how do we take Jesus' example to do a new thing? Listening to one another, hearing one another, and responding to one another with love and respect. In short, how do we do a new thing to love God and to love neighbors and one another? Sometimes it is easy to get started a good new thing, but it is important that like Jesus, we continue and carry on listening to God's call in our lives every day. The gospel according to Mark chapter seven continues with Jesus healing the deaf mute Gentile man. When Jesus was healing the man, he looked up to heaven and said, Ephatha, be opened. I believe that My professor and scholar Harmon Wagen is right in saying that means the heavens were opened for the Gentiles and the spirit of God was to descend upon them as it did at the time of Jesus' baptism in Mark chapter one. Proverbs chapter 22 verse two tells us that despite our differences, God is the maker of all people. It reads, the rich and poor have this in common, the Lord is the maker of them all. Further, in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 23, we read that it is God who pleads the case of the poor and the afflicted. This is why we love and respect and care for them now. Wisdom is also found in Psalm 125, the first couple of verses that tells us those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. As the mountains surround Jerusalem, the Lord surrounds his people from this time on and forevermore. This Syrophoenician mother's trust and faith in Jesus' healing power was an example of this psalm. James chapter two tells us that God is on the side of the poor and we are to treat everyone equally without favoritism. James tells us in verse 17, faith by itself, if it has no works is dead. And those works are to reflect God's abundant and inclusive love for all people. Later in the service, we will share communion, a symbol of God's inclusive love for all of us. Sending Jesus for us was a new thing God did. As many of you know, I love children's stories, especially Winnie the Pooh kinds. In one of those stories, Tigger's characteristic of bounciness was very annoying to all the rest of the characters. And they actually tried to stop him from bouncing. He was very annoying because he was very different from them all. At some point, all the rest of the animals in the 100 acre woods not only decided to accept Tigger, they bounced with him and had a great time. They included him as a part of their community. Thanks be to God for Jesus who did a new thing and includes all of us in the kingdom. Amen.
5: Deep in the 100-acre wood, Christopher Robin and his friends have had many wonderful adventures. And if I'm correct, I believe we have just enough time to see one right now. One autumn day, Pooh's enjoying some peace in his thoughtful spot, when suddenly... Oh, hello, Pooh. I'm Tigger. I know. You've bounced me before. One had to be careful when Tigger was in a bouncy mood, as he could be quite surprising. Oh, no! Stop! Oh, Hello, rabbit. I'm Tigger! Rabbit, having had quite enough of Tigger's bouncing, decided to hold a meeting to determine what could be done to put an end to it. Tigger's getting so bouncy nowadays that it's time we taught him a lesson. Uh, perhaps if we could think of a way of unbouncing Tigger, Tigger, uh, well, it would be a very good idea, huh? Exactly! And one day that winter, Rabbit found an opportunity to do just that. Oh, if I ever get out of this, I promise never to bounce again! Never! I heard that, Tigger! Rabbit was rather keen to agree to those terms. Oh,
0: oh.
5: Oh, good old terra firma. (laughs) I'm so happy I feel like pouncing. You promised, you promised. You mean I I, I can't ever pounce again? Never! Never? And so it seems that what made Rabbit quite happy made Tigger quite the opposite. Oh, the poor dear. I like the old bouncy Tigger best. So do I, Ru. Of course, we all do. Don't you agree, Rabbit? I, I, uh... Well, Rabbit? I guess I like the old Tigger better, too. (gasps) Oh! You mean, I can have my bounce back? (laughs) Oh, come on, Rabbit. Let's you and me bounce. Mama, uh, me bounce? You got the feet for it. I have. Sure. (laughs) It makes you feel just... great. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) Come on, everybody. And so they all did. Bounced and laughed and bounced some more. And I do think that on that day, Rabbit bounced highest of all. Uh,
6: In just a few moments, Pastor Steve will invite us all to commune together, and at that time you will remove your elements from the bag, tear the tab off the bread side first, then we will do the juice, and then please put it back in the bag and take it with you as you leave. Friends, the table is set. We are all invited to partake in this feast with our Lord. For in Christ there is no east or west, nor south or north, no brown or white, no rich or poor. Jesus delights in our diversity, and he has his arms stretched out wide to welcome us all to his table.
1: In the night of his arrest, our Lord Jesus took bread. After giving thanks to God, he broke it. and gave it to his disciples saying, this is my body broken for you. Every time you eat this, do this in remembrance of me. After supper, Jesus also took the cup saying, this cup is a new covenant sealed in my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of sin. Whenever you drink this, do this in remembrance of me. So, every time we eat this bread and we drink of this cup, we proclaim the death of our risen Lord until he comes again, and he will come again.
3: Let us pray. Gracious God, even for the crumbs that would fall from this table, we would give you thanks. We rejoice, O Lord, that we are welcome. No matter where we've been, no matter who we are, no matter what we've done, we are grateful that you invite us and welcome us to this table that we may find here your grace. We may receive your mercy. We may rejoice in your love. And so, Lord, we bring to you our true selves, no matter who we might be, and that you, O Lord, might meet us where we are, and that you may, through your spirit, Form us and shape us more into what you wish us to be, that we may truly understand the great joy that you intend for us in this meal. So receive us and bless us through your Holy Spirit. For we pray this in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Friends, the gifts of God for the people of God. Let us commune together.
6: let us pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. You have renewed us at your table with the bread of life and the cup of salvation. May we be strengthened in love to you through one another. We ask this in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen.
1: Now go in peace, like Jesus, do a new good thing, as you are called. Now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be each and every one of you, now and always. Amen.